Hey everyone, welcome to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. In the Mobile User Acquisition Show, we talk about how to use mobile user acquisition strategies to grow your app quickly and capital efficiently. The Mobile User Acquisition Show is presented by me, Shamant Rao, mobile growth leader and founder and CEO of the mobile growth consulting firm, Rocketship HQ. Each episode includes strategies, tips, and pointers from the leading edge of mobile user acquisition that you can use to unlock tremendous growth for your app in a sustainable and capital-efficient manner. Our guest today is Cassie Chernin. Cassie is the director of UA at Scopely and is passionate about running Facebook and Google ads for her apps. But this year, in addition to her day job, she has decided to put her prodigious talent towards a different cause. Cassie volunteers for the not-for-profit Tech for Campaigns, which brings together top tech talent to work towards driving electoral change at the grassroots level. In our conversation today, Cassie describes what she does, how her background in marketing is helping support her political work, how her work helps drive grassroots support for the candidates she's working with, and how her efforts are driving systemic change. This is a fascinating look at how state-level elections are fought and won in the United States, and the many levers of written digital marketing and email marketing that can drive tremendous electoral impact. For all of these reasons, I'm very excited to welcome Cassie Chernin to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. Cassie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be back. It was such a joy last time. Absolutely. Certainly, it was very impactful the last time we had you on this show. And much like the last time, we're not going to talk about mobile user acquisition this time (laughs) because prolific and such a superstar as you are with mobile user acquisition. As we were talking just before we hit record, there are two different fronts on which you are fighting the good fight. Certainly one with mobile user acquisition, but also around what we will be talking about today. You're using your digital skills to drive political change, to drive social change. And I think that's something that, speaking for myself, I feel I know it's possible in the abstract, but haven't a lot of clarity on as to what that looks like on a day-to-day basis. And that's certainly for my own curiosity, but also because these are decisions, these are strategies that impact us all, especially in America today. And I think it's not just America specific, even though that's why you're fighting the good fight. So I feel like this has far-reaching implications for everybody. For all of those reasons, I'm excited to have you back, Cassie. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk about this. Yeah, I know I'm not talking mobile user acquisition again, but I think there's just so much bigger shit going on. And I will be talking a little bit about using my skills in mobile user acquisition for good, but yeah, specifically not talking about that today. So excited. Certainly. To be more specific around what we're talking about, we're going to talk about your work for tech for campaigns. To set the lay of the land, tell us what's tech for campaigns and how what inspired you to get involved. Yeah, absolutely. Starting from the beginning, I think this year has been incredibly frustrating. 
in so many different ways. I really struggled with what actions I could do. I was protesting, I was donating, but I really didn't feel like I was making a change. And I love my day job. I really do. I love what I do on a regular basis. I'm super passionate about user acquisition. My team quite often doesn't understand why I am so passionate about some stuff that is just our day to day. But at the same time, I really wanted to feel like I was making a difference in the upcoming election in the US, which is in probably the most important election we've ever had. I think we can say that with confidence that this election will shape who the U.S. becomes and what we represent and, and also who is elected in office for the U.S. It tremendously impacts everywhere else in the rest of the world, which is just a really, really sad fact that the American just does not like to keep their opinions to themselves and gets involved where they probably shouldn't get involved. Mm -hmm. Regardless of all that, I found this company, Tech for Campaigns, and I was so so excited about it. Tech for Campaigns was founded in 2017 by three entrepreneurs who thought instead of volunteering money or their time by like being a poll worker, which I did sign up for and some of that other stuff still is super, super relevant. What was more valuable for people in tech was that they could volunteer their expertise in web development, social media, data analysis, paid marketing, email marketing. And now Tech for Campaigns is the largest digital political volunteer network in the U.S., which is amazing. And I had never heard of them before this. And this is why I'm talking about them today is educating people in tech about what they can be doing to really feel like you're making a difference. I talked to a lot of people today in the U.S. right now that they're struggling with the fact that they're not making a difference. And so when I found Tech for Campaigns, I loved that it was on the state level as well. We tend to forget and we tend to spend so much time focusing on the federal election that we forget that the state level elections are so, so important and actually can often do more damage to our day-to-day -day lives than the president. Our state level officials in the U.S. have so much power to impact our day-to-day. -day. Over the last decade, Democrats lost over 900 individual seats in control of 39 state government bodies over the last four elections. So while we've regained some in the last two years with some seats in some scenarios in the last two years on a federal level, we're still really struggling on a state level perspective. And that's why I got involved to feel like I was making a difference. And like I said to you, when we first signed on, I'm super busy right now because I do feel like I'm making a difference, which is really exciting. Certainly, certainly. And that is, that can be very, very fulfilling to know you're fighting a good fight. And tell us a bit more about what the day-to-day -day is like. What's a project, so to speak, that you're working on? What does your day look like? Yeah, absolutely. So I want to head off with, I'm a volunteer. There are full-time employees of Tech for Campaigns. And so, you know, I'm only also recently involved in this election cycle and they've been around for more than a couple because they've been founded in 2017. So let's talk about the, how the team is structured. I run email marketing campaigns. I run ads all day. I run paid UA all day and I have an email background as well. So I thought it could be fun to differentiate a little bit from what my day-to-day -day looks like running Facebook all day or Google all day. And so the teams are set up on Tech for Campaigns. You have a team of three people. You have a team lead, you have an email marketer, and then you have a, an analyst. 
each coming from an incredibly strong background. My last team I worked with, everyone but me was from Google. So we're getting incredibly top tier talent to help work on these campaigns. It is about a five to seven hour commitment, but the commitment is not just a normal freelance contract your commitment where you would work on the weekends or after work. It is during the day, which also we're very lucky right now with work from home. I have more flexibility, take 10 minutes to write an email and stuff like that, which is really nice. So normally my week consists of planning out what email content we want to send for the campaign. But right now, while we're so close to the election, I'm working on Lorenzo Sanchez um, running in Texas, and I'm working on Trackway Pitchard running in Michigan. Obviously, super two important states, especially in the state election, to really, they're looking to flip their current incumbents from Republicans to Democrat and turn it blue, which is really exciting. And hopefully we win, right? But I'm getting emails like, hey, we just got the Biden endorsement. We need to send an email out right now. And so it's in between meetings, working with my email marketer, or if they're not available, writing the email myself, working with their campaign manager to get that email approved and then send it. And then we're generally focused on two different things. We're focused on get out the vote or fundraising. A lot of times people who run for federal positions get a lot more money. They are deemed a lot more important and they're in the limelight a lot more where like the state elections have to fight a little bit more for money. And so a lot of what we do is fundraising and trying to showcase why you should donate a little bit of money to our candidates so that we can fight the good fight. Yeah. And there's so many questions I want to ask because I'm ignorant about how a lot of this works. So you you did say the goal is to flip the seat, so to speak, and you said, hey, if it's Republican, you want to turn that Democratic. How do you connect your goals as an email marketer to what's going to eventually happen as an electoral result? Absolutely. So we have KPIs, just like any other performance marketing campaign. So we have specific open rates, click-through rates, and fundraising goals that we set ourselves based on historical performance and also what the candidate is looking to hit. Three to $4,000 for a candidate could be a huge change in their trajectory to be able to run ads and to get voters out. It could be the ability for them to rent a bus to go to the old folks home to get these people to the polls. It's operated very similarly like a performance marketing campaign in which we have KPIs that we work with tech for campaigns to hit. We analyze our list. So we say, hey, we have this X number of emails signed up. What does this list look like? That's where the data analyst comes in. So they come in and they say, this is the data we have around the list. I can actually supplement this with some third-party data to get us more information. So for example, our analysts just went through our list and said, okay, 400 of these people are doctors, 700 people are teachers, 800 people are saying not employed. So then we can start to hopefully create really targeted emails that speak to them about the issues that get them more inclined to to donate. So for instance, one of my candidates, is running in Michigan where Betsy DeVos is a huge supporter of Republican candidates and gives a lot of money to Republican candidates and teachers tend to not love her because she is not a great person. And so we would do a targeted Betsy DeVos email to teachers to get them to donate. 
And that's the way we would look at it. It's similar to I'm setting up a Facebook campaign and I want to acquire the best users for Scrabble Go or for whatever company I'm working at. And I'm going to do this lookalike based on our top consumers. Sure. It's, it's a similar approach. It's just a little bit smaller of an effort. Certainly, certainly. What have you found? I know you said you are tailoring the messages to the kinds of people you're targeting. What have you found as messaging that inspires people to either donate or flip with or change their political inclinations or willingness to vote? I haven't really been on the ground, so I don't really know what are changing people in Michigan or Texas to flip, but I can say that the emails that work the best for us are definitely seemingly endorsements. When we get endorsements from higher, incredibly important people, people realize that that means that this person is incredibly valid in their run for office. Stacey Abrams recently endorsed one of my candidates and that, or Obama as well. And those emails do particularly well because it's basically similar to the way we would think of UA. It's, it's proving validity and it's, it's like a, a review in the app store. It's a review in the app store says like, yep, this is a good app. You want to play this. And that's what the endorsements do. And I think that really helps drive that validity for, for the people who are looking to donate. You know, the lists can be very, very diverse. You could have a lot of people who are often donators. They're actively donating to a lot of campaigns. And so yeah. these people are a little bit more looking for the validity. They're looking for, okay, who did Biden endorse? Okay, I'm going to go after those people. And then from a local subscriber perspective, they're looking for the issues. Hey, what are you fighting for for us? What are you looking for? One of the emails I have going out next week is the top four issues that we're fighting for. So that's the kind of stuff that we're looking at. And we're now shifting. It's like three weeks till the election. We're also now shifting from a local perspective to, hey, get a plan to vote. Early voting kicks off in Texas the 13th and early voting already began in Michigan. So find your polling places, make a plan to vote. That's a big topic. That's really big right now. Gotcha. Yeah. And you did speak about the issues you're focusing on at the local level. Is there a way you figure out hey, th- we need to speak to maybe teachers' rights, what you talked about briefly. How do you figure out what gets spoken about in terms of local issues? If there are five of them, 10 of them? Yeah, so we talk a lot with the campaign. So we talk with the campaign manager or we talk with the candidate. This is a state level election, so we talk with the candidate. We need the candidate to kick off the campaign, really get to know them, understand who they are and what their issues are. We have them fill out a survey from Tech to Campaign so that we have a plethora of information about what they're passionate about and what they're fighting for. Um, we use resources such as their website. We use resources such as what are they posting on Twitter and Facebook to help us fill out their emails. I'm emailing with one of our candidates on a regular basis just to get an idea of like what he's fighting sure. for. So I think it's a little bit different, say, if I was working on Biden's campaign, I probably wouldn't be talking to him on a regular basis. But because it's a state sure. level, we're able to just say, hey, what are you passionate about? Which is really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, out of curiosity, why are you guys working at the state level as opposed to, let's just say, the federal elections? Again, I'm not super knowledgeable about the nuances. So please tell us. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people are. And I transparently was not as well before working for Tech for Campaign. So this is why we're talking about it. And this is why we're here, right? So 
why state? So first of all, there's a lot of resources already being dedicated to the federal level. State is where you don't have a budget or experts in a lot of different fields. Like Joe Biden probably has 15 digital marketing experts buying his Facebook and Google campaigns. He's not wanting for resources, but on the state level, you're hiring your friends and family, or you're hiring a campaign manager that's slightly less, a campaign manager that's super great, but maybe not at the the level of a Joe Biden campaign manager, or you are so stretched thin doing a million different things that you can't possibly also run an email campaign. And so that's, that's part of it, right? In addition, state legislatures decide how federal and state districts are drawn. So it's the buzzword that's called redistricting. Essentially, they control the legislation on major topics from like healthcare to education to equal rights. State races also raise little money and struggle to get attention. In order to reverse gerrymandering, it's a little bit complicated, so I encourage people to kind of look up gerrymandering. I don't want to try to just define it because I might mess it up. In order to implement progressive policies, we must start with winning back the control of the states. If we start sure. winning back the control of the states, people will start to understand that the policies that are done on a blue level are better for you. And then hypothetically, hopefully they start voting blue on a federal level as well. In order to flip the state, you have to have a majority of the House or state Senate that are blue or Democrats. Gotcha. I don't know how many years Texas has been red, but it's a long time. And so we are hopefully trying to flip Texas blue this year. And it's a big project for Tech for Campaigns and a lot of pressure on it. Yeah. They're leading indicators in terms of the KPIs you see that say, hey, this state could flip this time around. We look at polls, but as we know from last election, you know, Hillary was up at this time versus Trump four years ago. So our poll's great. It's a leading indicator. Potentially, we look at donations. So for instance, a great indicator that we just recently had with a campaign that I'm on for Lorenzo Sanchez that just publicly came out. So I think I can talk about this is that his opponent, Jeff Leach, who has raised a majority of their money through PACs and only has 203 donations that are under $200. Meaning that like, individual local people are not donating to Jeff Leach. In contrary, my candidate, Lorenzo Sanchez, has over 12,000 individual, over $200 contributions. Sure. So it just shows, I think that's, that's one way you can say, hey, look, like you're appealing to the people. You're doing a grassroots sure. campaign. You are appealing to what the people are looking for. And I think that's a great indicator. So I think polls and understanding the grassroots and local interaction that the campaigns or the candidates are getting. But that's honestly not something that I track on a regular basis. That's more of a high level state level tech for campaigns people. I'm just really focused on getting my candidates to win, which will be part of the puzzle piece to flip. Excellent. Yeah. And uh, it's only by, I think, at the grassroots level, at the state level for your candidates that aggregates into the national level policies, even the state level and national level policy changes. Right. And uh, which is why I think a lot of what you do, I find inspiring uh, because you're donating your time and you're making a difference. Cassie, this is 
certainly something I learned a lot from, as I expressed earlier on, certainly something I have a great deal of curiosity for because this is a very defining time, certainly in America, but certainly this, all of this has implications everywhere in the world uh, because people want to know how to make a difference, how to, how to make a change. They aren't entirely clear so how to do it. And uh, what you've expressed just now, I think, illuminates what things look like at the grassroots level that can enable people to actually make a difference. This is perhaps a good place for us to start to wrap, Cassie. But before we do wrap, can you tell us more about how people can find out more about you, about Tech, tech for Campaigns? Yeah, absolutely. Best place to find me is on LinkedIn. I'm not super active, but I will uh, answer your message. I love talking about this stuff. Also, just look up Tech for Campaigns. I think right now we're pretty much full on volunteers for this election season, but absolutely keep in touch with Tech for Campaigns. They're always looking for more help, except for I think a few individuals are full-time hires. Hundreds of people volunteering to make this happen. So next year, contribute your time and two years, contribute your time. It's incredibly rewarding and truly does feel like I'm making a difference, which is, you know, selfishly really nice. And hopefully we are really. Certainly, certainly. Excellent, Cassie. We will link to all of that in the show notes. And as before, thank you so much for being a guest on the Mobile User Acquisition Show. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. If any of this was helpful or instructive, I would love for you to leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcast fix. This podcast takes a ton of time, effort, and love to produce, and I deeply value every review and every piece of feedback that you share. Thank you for listening, and I will look forward to sharing our next episode soon.